Today is the 30th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. Ah, 30th day of November. That's the last day of the 11th month of the year, friends. So with today, we are uh, 11 twelfths through our journey together. And it is great to be with you here today to celebrate that. As we gather around the global campfire and move forward day by day, step by step. So our next step forward as we conclude this month leads us back to where we left off. Obviously, that happens to be in the book of Daniel in uh, the Old Testament. And then when we get to the New Testament, we have some new territory to move into. We concluded Second Peter yesterday with some convicting things to think about. And that leads us then to move today into the first of three consecutive letters from John. And today's letter that we'll move into is called First John. So that sort of lets us know what the other two are probably called. Uh, but we'll get to them soon enough. Let's dive into the book of Daniel. Today we'll read Daniel... Chapter 7. In the first year of Belshazzar's reign over Babylon, Daniel had a dream and saw visions as he slept in his bed. When he got up, he remembered the dream and wrote it down. This is the beginning of his record. Daniel wrote, As I dreamed that night... I saw a vision. I was looking and saw the four winds of heaven blow in from all directions and sweep across the surface of the Mediterranean Sea, whipping up waves and turmoil within the deep. Four great beasts rose up from the churning waters, each one different from the other. The first to surface was like a lion. It had giant wings like an eagle's protruding from its shoulders. I watched as suddenly its feathers were plucked and its wings removed. The great beast was lifted up from the earth so that it could stand on two feet like a human being, and it was given human intellect. After this, I looked and saw a second beast rising from the sea, this one resembling a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides and in its mouth gripped Tightly between its teeth were three ribs, and the bear was told to get up and devour even more flesh. After witnessing this, I continued to look and saw another beast appear from beneath the waves. This one was fierce and fast like a leopard. It had a bird's wings like the lion, but two pairs instead of one coming out of its back. It had four heads, and men bowed to this beast and it was permitted to rule over them. While I continued to gaze at this vision that night, a fourth beast arose. As if from a nightmare, it was terrifying, more awful and more powerful than anything I had ever seen. Its enormous iron teeth had devoured and shattered its prey. Everything was crushed beneath its massive feet. And this fourth beast was unlike the previous three, having ten horns protruding from its head, 
As I stared at the creature and wondered about the ten horns, suddenly another horn grew out of its head, smaller than the rest. Three of the first horns were pushed up from their roots to make room for the little horn. It appeared to have eyes like a human and a mouth that boasted and bragged of its great exploits. As I watched the vision unfold, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his throne above all. His clothes were the purest white, as white as snow, and the hair of his head was like the finest wool. His throne was a flaming fire, set on wheels that blazed like the sun. A stream of fire emerged and flowed from his presence. Thousands upon thousands of heavenly beings were there to serve him. Millions upon millions stood by to attend him. The heavenly court sat to hear a case, and the books of judgment were opened. I continued to look on the scene and heard the clatter of arrogant words spoken by that smaller horn. As I watched, the verdict was given and the sentence enacted. The fourth beast was slain, and its body was destroyed, delivered over to the consuming fire. As for the other beasts, their power and position were taken away, but they were allowed to live for a little while longer. I saw another spectacle in the night visions. I looked and saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was ushered into his presence. To him was given authority, honor, and a kingdom, so that all people of every heritage, nationality, and language might serve him. His dominion will last forever. His throne will never pass away, and his kingdom will never be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, I was deeply disturbed by all that I saw. These night visions terrified me. So I approached one of the heavenly beings standing before the flaming throne and asked him to explain exactly what had happened. So he did, and this is what he told me it all meant. The interpretation he gave me to all I had seen and heard. The heavenly being said, The four great beasts you saw that rose from the wind-whipped sea are four kings who will rise from the earth and come to rule vast empires. But the holy ones of the Most High God will receive that kingdom which will last for all ages to come, forever and ever. But I wanted to know more. I wanted to understand the whole truth about the fourth beast. It was different from the other three, so fearsome with its iron teeth and bronze claws devouring and shattering its prey and trampling everything in its path beneath its massive feet. I was intrigued with the ten horns on the beast's head and that eleventh horn that grew up and uprooted the other three horns. That horn with eyes like human eyes and a mouth that uttered arrogant words. That horn that looked greater than the rest. I looked on as that eleventh horn waged war against the holy ones. For a while, it seemed it might triumph over them. That is until the Ancient of Days arrived and ruled in favor of the Holy Ones of the Most High. 
Now the appointed time had come when the Holy Ones took possession of the eternal kingdom. The heavenly being told me, The fourth beast, like the other three, represents a fourth kingdom that will rule on earth. This kingdom will be different from the rest. It will devour the whole earth and crush everything beneath its feet and shatter it all to pieces. The ten horns are ten kings that will arise from this fourth kingdom. After these, another king will come to power, who will be very different from the kings before him, seizing power until he subdues three kings. This king will speak out against the Most High and try to wear down his holy ones. He will seek to alter the sacred times and special law God gave them and they will be under his control for time, times, and half a time. After this, the heavenly court will sit in judgment. His authority will be taken from him, and his supremacy over the earth will come to a permanent end. Then the great ruling authority of the kingdoms under the heavens shall be handed over to the covenant people, the holy ones of the Most High. Their kingdom will last forever, and all the remaining kingdoms will worship and serve him. This is the end of his record. My thoughts on these matters upset me greatly. My face grew pale, but I kept it all to myself. Okay, so this brings us to first John and a bit of a... a reunion with someone that we've gotten to know we had the same experience when we went through first and second peter although we had never really i mean we had heard of peter and we uh walked alongside peter in the gospels he was one of the disciples of jesus it was the first time we could uh hear him in writing as it were we're being reunited now with another disciple of jesus john and we have heard John's voice in writing before. We read the Gospel of John. And so it's like this reunion. As we get to the end of the year, we get to circle back around and hear from these guys again after the letters of Paul. And it's a lot of fun. And it's really interesting to, uh, to watch their growth over the years as the church took shape. So we're about to begin three consecutive letters from John. First John, second John, and third John. But as we begin first John today, we might, we might notice that this letter doesn't tell us who it's from. And it doesn't tell us who it's to. We could, like some other letters in the New Testament, like the book of Hebrews, say this is anonymous because we don't know but what we do know is that the church fathers probably within like 50 years of this letter being written attributed the letter to John and several centuries later as the New Testament is being ratified John wasn't disputed as the author of this letter and this letter wasn't disputed as authentic more recent scholarship and textual criticism have noticed like the writing style is different between the gospel of john 
and these letters, and there are some differences even between these letters, and that is the stuff of scholarly speculation. And it's always been going on and always will be going on, I suppose. Part of the reason that this letter isn't addressed to a specific group of people or a specific church in a specific region may have been because the letter was supposed to be circulated among all of the churches, as many as possible. John is known to be the pastor to Asia, like his own base ended up being in Ephesus, and it's also possible that he wrote letters to people that he had spiritual authority over and that he was a pastor to, and so he didn't need to say, hey, this is John writing you a letter, like they knew when they got it who it was from. It's also possible that it wasn't addressed to anyone in particular to protect everyone in particular since persecution and marginalization were part of the story at this time. First John was probably written in Ephesus where John spent the latter part of his life. It was probably written in the latter part of John's life. And this letter was written for some correction to speak to some early teachings about Jesus. Some of the early forms of Gnosticism had made their way into the church conversation. A couple of specific views that John addresses, the first being the, the docetic view. And that was that Jesus, he wasn't really a human being. He was God. Like there's no problem there but he wasn't really a human being. He appeared to be a human being, but was an actual flesh and blood. And another view of Serenthus, he taught that Jesus was a human being. He actually was just an ordinary human being. And that when he went to the Jordan River and was baptized by John, the divine Christ descended upon Jesus there at his baptism and became one with him. He became united body and spirit with divinity. And then he did his ministry this way. And then obviously we know how the story goes. He's arrested and convicted and then crucified. And then he dies. And at his crucifixion, when he says it's finished and he dies, well, then all that's left is a human corpse. The, the God part of him departs. John in 1 John is saying, yeah, that's not how it went, basically. Like, those are not uh, correct ways of viewing who Jesus is. And John writing this would have a bit of authority since he was there and was a part of the ministry of Jesus and was a part of the inner circle with Jesus. And so as an eyewitness, he could say, yeah, that's not, that's not what was going on. And by the time the letter ends, we'll also get like, like postures of heart. We saw this a lot in Paul's writing too, like, how we should be aimed, what characteristics should accompany us as we move forward on our faith journey. And so let's dive in. 
1 John chapter 1. We want to tell you about the one who was from the beginning. We have seen him with our own eyes, heard him with our own ears, and touched him with our own hands. This one is the manifestation of the life-giving voice, and he showed us real life, eternal life. We have seen it all, and we can't keep what we witnessed quiet. We have to share it with you. We are inviting you to experience eternal life through the one who was with the Father and came down to us. What we saw and heard we pass on to you so that you too will be connected with us intimately and become family. Our family is united by our connection with the Father and His Son Jesus, the Anointed One. And we write all this because retelling this story fulfills our joy. What we are telling you now is the very message we heard from Him. God is pure light, undimmed by darkness of any kind. If we say we have an intimate connection with the Father, but we continue stumbling around in darkness, then we are lying because we do not live according to the truth. If we walk step by step, in the light where the Father is, then we are ultimately connected to each other through the sacrifice of Jesus, His Son. His blood purifies us from all our sins. If we go around bragging, we have no sin, then we are fooling ourselves and are strangers to the truth. But if we own up to our sins, God shows that He is faithful and just by forgiving us of our sins and purifying us from the pollution of all the bad things we have done. If we say we have not sinned, then we depict God as a liar and show that we have not let His word find its way into our hearts. Psalm 119, 153 through 176. Resh. Give attention to my misery and rescue me because I have not forgotten your teaching. Fight for me and set me free. Give me life in keeping with your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked because they do not live in pursuit of your precepts. Your mercies are tender and great, O Eternal One. Grant me life in keeping with your ordinances. I have many oppressors and foes. Still, I do not swerve from your decrees. I observe the faithless and detest them because they turn away from your word. Reflect, O God, on how I love your precepts. Give me life, O Eternal One, in keeping with your unfailing love. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your right rulings will surely last forever. Shin Princes persecute me without reason. 
but my heart remains true and is awed by your words. I celebrate because of your promise, like someone who discovers great treasure. I despise and abhor lies, but I love your law. Seven times every day I praise you because of your right rulings. Those who love your law have an abundance of peace, and nothing along their paths can cause them to stumble. I wait for your salvation, O Eternal One, and I live out your commands. My soul is faithful to your decrees, and my love for them is extraordinary. I live according to your precepts and decrees, because everything I do is right before your eyes. Tav, let my cry come before you, O Eternal One. Grant me understanding in keeping with your word. Let my plea come before you. Liberate me in keeping with your word. Praise will pour from my lips because you help me learn what you require. My tongue will sing of your word because every command of yours is right. Let your hand be poised to help me because I have chosen to live by your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Eternal One. Meanwhile, your teaching brings me great joy. Let my soul live on so that I may praise you and let your precepts guide me. I have wandered down the wrong path like a lost sheep. Come find me, your servant, because I do not forget your commands. Proverbs 28, 23, and 24 A person who offers constructive criticism will, in the end, be appreciated more than a person who engages in empty flattery. One who robs his father or his mother and says, There's nothing wrong with that. I had it coming. Walks in the company of murderers. Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for these 11 months that you have brought us through and all that you have spoken into our lives at just the right time. Thank you for such a kindness to give us the scriptures and to give us your Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. Thank you for your care and your fathering of us. And as we move forward into the final month of the year, we ask that you lead us safely and with great strength all the way through this journey and continue to speak to us what we have yet to learn and need to understand before this year ends so that we begin strong and with purpose. Come Holy Spirit, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It is where you find out what's going on around here. And it's Christmas time around here like it is everywhere in the world, pretty much. And so 
that's what's going on around here. A couple of things. Yeah, a couple of things. So, first of all, it is time now to prepare for our annual Daily Audio Bible Family Christmas Party. And uh, so for the next week, you can call in your holiday greetings to the community. We have phone number for that. We have an app for that. It's the same procedure you would use to call in a prayer request or an encouragement. So that little hotline button in the app or 877-942-4253 is the number to call and you can call in your holiday greetings right now. Couple of rules. First, don't call in a holiday greeting combined with a prayer request. If you have a prayer request or encouragement, call that in separate. This is one of the rare times that you can do that. Call in your holiday greeting, call in your prayer request or encouragement, separate. And then rule number two about the holiday greetings, one per person. Like don't call in five or 10 or 20 calls, one per person. It's all of our voices together and it becomes a a long program that is just, it's one of my favorite things about the Daily Audio Bible and one of my favorite things about the holiday season is is listening through, but just call in once. And then also what's going on around here uh, is the Daily Audio Bible Family Christmas Box for 2022. And that is available now in the Daily Audio Bible shop. So you can get to the shop from the website or from the app. And you will notice in the shop, there's a Christmas category, and that's where you'll find the Christmas box. And we have packed the Christmas box full of goodies, promised land, photographs from the land of the Bible. The coffee table edition is in the box. The God of your story, uh, as well as reframe and sneezing Jesus are included in the box. The daily audio Bible Christmas ornament for 2022 Uh, An exclusive to the Christmas box each year is in the box. Uh, Your choice of Wind Farm DAB blend coffee or our rooibos and honeybush tea. The global campfire candle that smells like the global campfire. Um, Let's see. A pop socket, global campfire pop socket, and a couple of global campfire stickers are included as well. You can see all this in the shop, in the Christmas section. And so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible as we approach the end of the year, thank you humbly if the mission we share to bring the spoken word of God to anyone who will listen anywhere on this planet, any time of day or night, and build community around that rhythm, the global campfire, so that we have a place to gather and move forward in community, knowing that we're not alone on this journey. If that is a life-giving thing to you, then thank you profoundly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996. Spring Hill, Tennessee, 
3-7174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. Like I said, that's the same number and same button uh, that you can use for the holiday greetings at this point in time for about the next week. We will gather those. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Well, tomorrow will be next month. So I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. On the first day of the 12th month of the year. We'll see you then. This is Candace from Oregon. Prisoner of Hope, when I heard your story about AJ and you were in the midst of it as you told it to us, I saw that the courage that God wants us to have uh, is given to us by the Holy Spirit. And I, I just need you all to know that those of you, so many who've prayed these powerful prayers, for my son Micah, wow, the answer was so beautiful as he did find his way over here for Thanksgiving. And all of us had such a sweet time together. And I just can't thank you enough for your prayers and your continued prayers for him. And as a return of my love for all of you, I want to give you the blessing that Paul gave to the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 3, starting at verse 16. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or think. Hey family, it's Valiant Val. It's the day after Thanksgiving and I hope y'all ain't spent too much money now. And if you are spending money, make sure it's on what? The dailyaudiobible.com. Stop playing. Hey, I know I'm late to the party, but I done got the sleep app and can I tell you, Praise God. Brian, I just have to say thank you for your obedience. Man, I am taking a lesson from you, sir. Just do what God tells you to do expediently, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like your mama with a belt. Get after it. <laughs> 
Oh, I love you so much, man. You know, y'all, since I've been having this rotator cuff issues, and I mean, this pain is so great, it'll wake you up out your sleep. And so for the first time in my life, I'm having problems staying asleep, getting asleep, and oh, enjoying sleep. But thank you for your sleep album, Brian. If you haven't gotten it yet, family, please go get it. And then I got another ask, please. This is a Christmas gift that you guys could really bless me with. Can you please go to whatever site you get it from, whether it's the Google Play Store, Apple Store, wherever you get your music from, whatever your jam is. And do me a favor, go to the Daily Audio Bible app and let's just give it five stars. Let's tell the world how amazing and great this app is, what it's done for us. We cannot hide it. We got to divide it, y'all. You know the best gift you've ever given someone is when you've told them about the DAB. Oh, this is a family that prays together, so we know we're going to stay together. Here's the 2023, y'all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I can't even tell you guys how much. I mean, truly, you guys are like closer to me than my natural born family, man. Oh, I love you guys. All right. Let's all get good sleep. Prophetic dreams, family. In Jesus' name. Father, I lift my hands to thee. There's no other place that I know. And if you were to remove your love from me, I don't have any other place to go. I had my eyes on the prize, but I kept getting distracted by all Satan's lies. I was clearly headed for the promised land till I ended up at rock bottom. And I still thought I was ahead of the game till I heard Satan say I got him. And I knew in my spirit he wasn't lying. What he was saying was true. Everything I tried would fall through. And even though God giving me chances, chance after chance, I kept tripping over my own two feet as I tried to negotiate life's delicate dance. That's why I need you to guide me, Father, every step of the way. Because I know there's no win in doing things my own way. Thank you, Father, for being so merciful, gracious, and kind, and for helping me clearly see the frivolity in all the stuff I left behind. And also for helping me clearly see the many riches still ahead once I fully accept and recognize that this world and its desires are just as good as dead. New life's in you, faithful and true, and there really isn't much that you ask us to do. Have faith in the process, trust in your plan, and believe that you do have the whole world in your hand. Let go, don't be afraid regardless of what your eyes see. And remember, your life is less than a nanosecond of all eternity. God's got this and it's all good, even when things don't turn out the way you think they should. So when you get upset and the anger within you roars, remember that the kingdom of God with all its riches will soon one day be all yours. Blind Tony, 1016 at gmail.com. Hi, family. Um, this is Carol calling in Lincoln, Nebraska again. Usually I call um, about my granddaughters or maybe something that I've heard on on the programs. Um, but I have to say this, this prayer request is for me. Um, I, I've said parts of this before, but my granddaughters as I was, were abused psychologically, sexually, um, most of their lives uh, going on for 10, 15 years before it was revealed that my son was the perpetrator and he is now um, in prison. Um, but he's still their dad and they still love him and, and it's, they're having a very difficult time 
you know, missing their daddy as they go into, you know, junior high school and high school years and college years. And the dad that they were supposed to have is this person that hurt them so badly. So they're, they're struggling with that. And as we're coming into the holidays, it's just very difficult because he's not part of the celebrations and he's in, he's in prison and he's going to be um, where he belongs. But they're struggling with this dichotomy of feelings about him and so am I. It's very difficult for all of us to not judge him. We know that God will judge him, but what he's taken from our family is is so much. I have PTSD and and I am bipolar and I have my own, you know, childhood drama and now I'm watching my grandchildren go through the same thing and and there's there there's they're 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 getting better. They're healing. The Lord is helping them, but we all really need your prayers during these holidays because it's all just coming to a head and, and we're all very angry. So thank you. Laura Lee, this is Joyfully Joe. And um, I'm so with you, sister, on this subject. It's so hard to want to be perfect and to say and do the wrong things, to be unloving and unkind when... You really started out trying to be perfect. And you're so right, we're not perfect. I also struggle with being kind to my mom in her dementia. And before that, um, I have to take into account the way that she was brought up and the things in her past. And sometimes I forget, sometimes I just want a loving mama, but we don't have that. So I'm going to pray for you right now. As I pray for you, I'm praying for me too, Father God. We are complete in you, Lord God. Our perfection and our identity, as Laura Lee said, is in you, Holy God. You are the beautiful one. Your majesty is great. We thank you. We do praise you for your word, Lord God, that convicts and heals and shows us the path of righteousness, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you have left it to us so that we would have comfort, Lord God. We thank you for the comfort of the Holy Scriptures. And I lift up my sister, and I pray that you would comfort her with all the comfort that's in you, God. That you would wash over these mistakes and bless her, Lord, in Jesus' name. 